Welcome, confidants, to another first year, first 2020 episode of Confidently Insecure, the podcast. Oh, is it? Yes. The first? The first. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And we're starting it off with y'all's favorite. I asked you guys what you wanted to hear as the first episode of the year, and everybody and their mom wrote back hosts throughout history. Yay! So here we are with Jasmine... Robbins, you already know, and the, queen. the no the noise you're hearing is our foster dog Barry. He's a 35 pound boxer mix, <laughs> and this is the first time like we're literally recording. on top of He's me, on top of Jasmine's face, licking her earphones. I literally have on a whole face. Barry, right come now, sit, Barry. relax. You know the relax command. It's Barry, okay. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, this is not AMS, ASMR. You're ruining the first episode of the year. Barry. The, the new season's starting. It's supposed to be like lit and changed, and instead you're biting not chaotic. us. <laughs> Sit. Relax. 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 And in case you're watching this on YouTube.com slash Kelsey Darrow, you might see a third face here. This is the wonderful, beautiful Molly. Yeah. Let me tell friend. you a little story about tell me, me and Molly. Oh, okay. God. <clears throat> so me and Molly are from opposing high schools and she was known as like the hot yeah rivalry she was known as like the hot shit at her high school and i was like somewhat known at my high school love and um we hated each other and then like hated each other for no reason at all other than like we just just taught to do that in high school right other powerful successful beautiful women exactly Mm -hmm. um and then we ended up going to the same college together and we were like Hmm. And then uh, um, we ended up like being best friends and living with each other for no multiple way. years. And yeah. people literally still to this day don't believe that story. <laughs> and why did you guys hate each other? Mm, it was me... just... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, we have both different sides of the story. At first we just hated each other because we were just both like the Loud, strong beautiful people strong at our women. schools. Sure, sure, sure. We were like the female jocks of yeah. our class. Uh-huh. Yeah, but... There was one time where I signed the national anthem and... What do you mean you signed? Like, Oh, uh, like ASL. sign language. Oh, yeah. like, what do you mean? Were you a fucking fir- first man? <laughs> no, president? no, no, no. Forefather? <laughs> I signed, like, um, sign language, uh-huh. the national anthem, and heard that Molly was making fun of me. <gasps> and I don't remember that. She doesn't remember that. <laughs> because I, I plead never. the fifth. I, I plead the fifth. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe somebody just, like, set you up. Um, Sounds like every day in high school. <laughs> wow. And then... Crimes were committed. There was a moment in time where I may have... Uh-oh. Enhanced... Jasmine. ...a cheer at a basketball game that what? said Molly Swallows. <laughs> what? During a timeout, regional championship game, Wait, packed house, silent... the fucking phone. <laughs> All I remember is just seeing my two parents rise. You're joking, Jasmine. Okay, to be honest, though, which we just found out. Well, I didn't. I didn't know Molly didn't know this, but I didn't start it. Someone else did. Tell, Tell me more. Um, so basically it was at a basketball game. It was against Ottawa, right? Yes. It was against Ottawa or it was against Molly's school. And, um, you know, we were saying that we didn't like Molly and somebody started a chant. It wasn't me. It was a guy. Uh Uh-huh. Started a chant that said, (laughs) Molly swallows. Did you swallow? I don't even think I knew what that meant. So when my parents got up, I was like, how did you guys know? I was like, 
So your parents heard the chant and they were like, not our baby girl. No, not our baby girl. Yeah. And then what happened? Did you get in trouble for doing this chant? I didn't start it. That's the thing. But you participated. I participated. I like endorsed it. You endorsed. It was stamped (laughs) approved by Jazz. Sealed and delivered. Wait, I feel like that's such an iconic thing to happen to you in high school. Like that is quite a memory. I feel like you would tell that story for a very long time. And I still am single, so I still don't understand how that happens. After that, maybe after this, it followed you. Someone will hook you up. Holy shit! I love this. Like, thank you. This sleepwear. Yeah, I was gonna say this pajama. It's like pajamas. Uh, It's from Target. Oh my god. Okay, now that we're fucking settled. Jeez, you know what? How does everyone feel? Great. I'm so excited for this. You want to know? I was Tell thinking me. about this. Um, mm. I actually learn shit from this. Oh, my God. Me, too. Yeah. I, again, like we Jasmine and I pitched this as a as a TV show to a couple of networks. Yeah. And we everything in the meeting we would always emphasize would be like, you will be shocked mm-hmm. to hear about these motherfuckers. Like, it sounds made up. Yeah. You yeah, it really does. That's like, tell me something that sounds like a lie, but it's true. Mm-hmm. These are always these stories. Yeah, they're so good. I'm so glad we're doing this. I'm so glad this is the first episode to pop off the new year. I'm going to follow up with the second episode about, like, New Year's and resolutions and starting fresh and change and yada motherfucking yada. But let's have some fun, <laughs> shall yeah. we? Okay. Shall we get into it, ladies? Rock and roll? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to tell you the crazy, unbelievable, so good you won't believe it's not butter story that I learned about last night when I was stuck on the toilet. Ooh. I had the worst diarrhea of my life. Last night? Honest to God, Jasmine, if I hadn't already have had my appendix out, I would have thought my <sighs> appendix was exploding. I thought oh you looked God. rather frail today. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole event. I was I'm legit sickly. like, oh. I'm like sweating on the inside, but I knew we had to do this, so I'm powering through. But like, I woke Jared up at like midnight and made him sit in the bathroom with me, and I like held him as I oh my exploded God. my organs out of my ass. It? Yeah. And he's still dating you? Dude, right? Wow. Anyways, my butthole is um, sore and tender, but we're going to power through this. That's why you're in pajamas. <laughs> I've got it's like... It's a cute look. Thank you. I've got like coconut oil in my ass cheeks. I needed an uh, outfit that would be able to uh, sop that up if needed. Yes. Every fart is a, uh, a risk. Um, okay, so let me ask you this. Let's start out this episode. Let me ask you this. Who is the most famous pirate you know of? Fake, fiction, movies, real? Captain Morgan? Oh, that's a good one. I didn't. I didn't have that on my list. Yeah, you're just an alcoholic over here. What about you, Molly? I think of the guy at Treasure Island. Oh, okay, uh, sexy. Do we like? How do we feel about pirates? My I'm, mascot at high school was a pirate. So oh, I yeah, love pirates. Yeah, yeah. Cute, cute. I don't really have an opinion. You know, they're here. They're whatever. Near, near here. They're near there. here. Yep, yep. Okay. They're here and there. I feel like I'm with you. Like, yeah. I feel like I enjoy a good pirate tale. Mm-hmm. I'm about Peter to Pan, hook. I've never seen. Any I've of those. never seen those. Oh my god! I've never seen any of Cut those pirate movies. You get no opinions. If you what are they called? Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. <coughs> never. never seen Johnny them. Depp, Blackbeard. No. no. Okay. Well, I I'm about to uh, put all of those motherfuckers to shame. Oh god. Oh, what? fun fact. Um, oh, they're not pirates. Never mind. What? In the Little Mermaid. Oh my god. <laughs> I just named my car Ursula. Oh, cute. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine bought a car. Big yeah. News. Um, I'm about to put all of these motherfuckers to shame because what if I told you the most famous and deadly pirate in history was a Chinese lady? 
Interesting. Kind of doesn't surprise me. It, oh. Right? Honestly, but I need more. Okay. Today's host throughout history is, drumroll please, Jing Shi, a.k.a. the Terror of the Chinese Sea. Really? Like, what a badass nickname, right? I'm kind of scared. scared. I'm, like, turned on. I just got... I didn't get chills, but it felt like it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by listener Amy Shao Trung. So thank you, Amy. Let's oh, did in. she educate yes. you on she this? She educated me on this because remember I put that call out for yeah. non-European bitches. <laughs> yeah. We got an influx. Did we? Of emails. And this one stuck out to me like a sore thumb. Oh, her name's Amy? Yeah. Or their name. Their, her. Th- thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Shout out, Amy. <laughs> okay, let's begin. Okay, so unfortunately, we start this tale in a place of where we start most of our hosts throughout history episodes, where no one really knows much about the early life of these mm-hmm. women, because I guess we just like aren't up to shady shit until puberty, right? Like, Jasmine, when did you become a hoe? Um, when I was like maybe 17. Molly? Um, like- after a... <laughs> terrible breakup in college hashtag never forget molly swallow yeah <laughs> I, I would probably say i was an early hoe so yeah i've heard hoe. stories yeah florida you guys know okay florida um so what we do know about the early life of our girl shing is that she grew up in a city by the water in china in 1775 and was rumored to be super hot and easy on the eyes okay which again like why is that a fact that is written in a history book I don't know. That's so weird. <laughs> so our girl Shang worked in a floating brothel as a teen. First of all, like a floating brothel. Does that so, make sex easy or hard? So it's like a, a brothel cruise. Yeah. Royal yeah. Caribbean slut yeah. session. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was like thinking, I'm like, how do you get to it? Do you need a boat? Is that why she became such a good pirate? Because she started her hoe journey on water? Yeah, maybe. I think we need to bring back floating brothels honestly you have something with this hoe cruise here i right it might be a real empowerment time okay so our girl shing was hoeing it up when a little fella pirate named shing yi her husband eventually came into the brothel now this is the point that i should reveal that shing she our hoe it's not her real name. Okay. Shing, she actually means widow of Shing. So she took her oh. husband's nickname of what they called him. So it's like Shing the man and Shing the woman. Okay. So just as we go on, know that Shing had a different name, but we'll never really know what it is. And that kind of makes me sad. Interesting. Yeah. Right. That is sad. It's like Unfortunate. She- She's just like the the wife of this really famous dude. Mm. Like I growing up in high school was always Megan's little sister. I was never Kelsey. Megan was really oh. hot. And like super like Molly Swallow's hot. And I was no one ever knew my name. I was just Megan's little sister. Oh no. So I have a little bit of like attachment to that. I don't know if I've ever seen your sister. Oh, I'll show you a picture. She's very cute. Okay. She's like naturally hot. Like you know bitches that just wake up and they're Ugh. like ah. and their skin's glowing and shit. Yeah. I don't have that. Nope. This took a long time. Yeah, same. Moving forward. Okay, so they fuck, obviously, and her pussy was so good, she literally drowned him in that pussy, and oh. they fell in love, and they got married. Okay. So she was 16 at this time, which, like... 16. I put down, like, if you're working in a brothel at that age, like, you've got to have seen some shit. you got to be yeah, more mature. That's true. She right? had to be fucking, yes, very mature. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, 16, whatever. Some people say that they, like, they debate whether they actually fell in love or he forced her to marry him uh, or, drum roll please, for our first boss bitch move, <laughs> it was a business move on our girl Shing's part. Okay. Smart. Always a savvy businesswoman. Shing negotiated a deal in her marriage. She would have true equality in 
everything that was Shing Man's, okay. including his business dealings, a.k.a. stolen booty. Oh. So this means that 50% of all of his power and decision making, just like that, you're powerful, I'm powerful. That's like a first lady move, right? Like, yeah. That's some, like Melania shit right Yeah, there. yeah. Like, I'm just going to come in on your territory and be half of your power. As you should. She had some bomb pussy to be able to do that. Are you kidding me? Jasmine doesn't comment. I would... I don't know. Why did he <laughs> sign off on that? Like, right, that's what I'm saying. She had to be fantastic. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pussy's so good. Okay, so... Uh, by the way, I should mention at this time that pirates were Sorry, like, my boyfriend just walked in. My boy, my, our boyfriend, Jared, just walked in. Hi, babe. Hey, babe. Thanks for the paper towels. Thanks for the paper towels. I have sex with that. Um, <laughs> I don't. I should mention that in this time, in the 17-whatevers, pirates was like a poppin' thing in China because there was a bunch of war happening in all the dynasties. Mm-hmm. And people oh, were like... I learned about this. Yeah, everyone learned about like the chi mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not gonna no, I'm, say words because I don't be know them. I'm very careful this episode. Yeah, please. <laughs> I am ignorant. We all know that. Uh, so all the people were like, we don't want to be involved in this war. So they started fleeing to the coastal cities oh. and then boom, bada bang, who's there? Shing man and woman being like, come be a pirate. Yeah. We have candy over we here. We have brothels. Yeah. So the sea is just like trafficy as hell because that's also the best way that people would like use trade routes back yep. then. Ship because, goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So t- this time is like really hot for pirates just mm-hmm. so you know. Okay. So then we move on to the fleet. So when they got married, Shing the man already owned what was known as the Red Fleet, which was an armada of pirate ships that sailed under a red flag. So they were just like, red flag, red fleet, here we are. Gang, gang. (laughs) Gang, gang. With (laughs) Shing, she's the woman's assistant. The couple started amassing even more ships with the Red Fleet. So they would be like, hey, I see you. You got talent. You should fly this blue flag and be the blue fleet, and then we'll all be like a rainbow. Here, you're the black flag. Here, we're going to fly your black flag. Now you're part of the rainbow. And you're green. So they had all the way up to black, white, blue, yellow, green. In total, they commanded 1,200 ships. What? And 70,000 pirates that they owned after like gang ganging up. That's insane. These two shings. So it was like that is a power couple, right? Why do you think they gave them so many different colors? I think it was just like, how do we identify our people in the ocean? You fly this flag, right? But why wouldn't they all be red? I, you know, I think it's because each ship had its own like like thing to do. Yeah, yeah, they were just like recruiting. Like, yeah, so like with you, so like the red was like the house brand, and then they expanded Mm. the rainbow down, Mm -hmm. and they were like, we are. Yeah, pirates. Okay, okay. So, our duo Shings decided to also then, this gets, this is where things get, okay, okay. They decided (laughs) to legally adopt another pirate who was a popular teenage, like, VIP, MVP athlete pirate named Shing Po, who, we'll get back to his ass in a minute. So, both men. So, they adopted. MVP pirate. An athlete pirate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can't You're like, see what he does. Yeah, I was going to say, you have some look in your eyes, and I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, they also ended up having two children of their own. So they have, like, these two little babies, and then this, like, teen MVP pirate. And this is, like, their little family, right? Mm-hmm. So then, womp womp, during one of their missions, or whatever pirates call their raids, right? Like, it's not really a mission if you're not saving, and you're, like, raping right. and pillaging, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Did pirates do that? Oh, my God, yeah. They were, like, pirates Vikings. 
Really? Oh yeah, like Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's all of them like raping and pillaging. That's like really. That's like Vikings and pirates. That's their thing. Wow. Johnny Depp can take me. I had no. <laughs> we should Johnny cut Depp that out. <laughs> um. What? Yeah, they weren't like good. I never knew that people, but also they were like anti-government, right? Right. Like, they they left were people the you land. didn't mess with at all. Right. They were. They were hard. Mm. Like if you came a pirate, you walk on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. Wow! Or you, or you drive your boat. Across. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so wamp wamp. Her husband gets killed in like a, a mission excursion attack oh, no. in Vietnam. She's just chilling with these three kids. So now she's like, wait, I see this opportunity to step into his place of power and oh. be the leader of the entire fleet, rainbow flag people. Oh, so she's like, I also have this dope teenage son who's really popular and everyone likes him. He's like an MVP pirate. Why wouldn't we be the leaders? And so all the color captains get together and they're like, okay, we hear you, except in maritime pirate law, it has to be a man who runs the ship, not a woman. Uh, uh, uh. So she was like, fine, I nominate my dope adopted son, Shing Po. Okay. And they were like, great. So even though Shing Po technically was the captain, Everybody listen to our girl, Shing. Okay. She's like the boss, right? But she's like, I'm just going to throw you a bone with a little title because legally we have to. Right. Right. So then she's like, how else can I make sure to ensure this power, right? I'm going to marry my adopted son. Saw that coming. (laughs) She married. Yeah. She married him. She married her adopted son. I mean, technically it's not really her blood child. It's It's true. That is true. But like, still frowned upon. Weird, no? Is it weird? I mean, y'all be telling me some stuff about pirates. Is that weird for pirates? I get. I mean, I guess. Actually, there was something in an article that said like, at this time, that was kind of crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, even though they're raping and pillaging, uh, that was still kind of crazy. That's yeah. what stuck out. Yeah, that's what okay. stuck out. So uh, she's super duper in power now because now she's like the captain's wife again. And uh, so all of the ships recognize her as a leader, right? She's at, she has 1,200 ships in the ocean right now. So it's like basically a full-ass country of wood and water. That's nuts. She's basically like a pirate president. Mm. Well, as pirate president, she gets to make her own new little laws. Mm-hmm. So our little feminist bad bitch was like, okay, I'm going to make three rules. Three pirate rules that everyone has to abide by. One, anyone that disobeys me and my son slash husband gets beheaded oh my period point blank easy easy you don't tie my shoes when i say so beheaded done don't give me coconuts when i need them beheaded bye so rule two (laughs) you're not allowed to steal from any of the gangs of pirates none of the colors can steal from each other yeah or anyone on land who helps the pirates so certain parts of lands were like off limits because they were like giving them rice and salt and opium and shit to survive yeah so they're like we have to be robbers with limits. Yes. Third rule, whatever you do steal from the land, each mission or excursion we do when we go and rape and pillage, you get to keep 20% of whatever you find, and then 80% goes to keeping our rainbow fleet flag gang gang ship functioning. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So it's like you get a cut, out, we get a bigger cut. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how they're like funding their Teamwork. economy. Yes. 2080? Yeah. I don't know if I'd sign that contract. Maybe like a 40, 60. Yeah. Even 70, 30, I'd... yeah yeah so feminism right then she decided i'm gonna make some other rules that are like not written down in paper but this is just gonna be like the gang rule you just know you just know that number one 
if you do rape and pillage and you catch yourself a woman, you have to marry her and be faithful to her only her. If not, head comes off. Why would you not be faithful? Can you explain that again? If you go into town and you find a woman Mm -hmm. and you decide to rape her, Mm -hmm. you have to marry her and be faithful to her. Okay. And you have to not cheat on her. And if you do, head comes off. Wow. Yeah. That's all we need that very, in today's society. That's right? all very messed up. Yeah, it seems like she was trying to be like feminist, but you would also, think she would just be like, "Hey, don't rape people." That you would think, but that's not how things work. Again, she then. married her son, so. and she's right. a pirate. So, right. uh, rule two: if you don't marry them, we're going to consider it rape and not consensual. So we're going to chop your head off. So she kind of did say, "Okay, no raping." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kind of yeah. like, don't. Okay. And if you do, marry them at least. Yeah. Throw them a bone. <laughs> and three. Because <laughs> I'm sure the woman would want to marry right, him. Exactly, right, exactly. Right. She totally had a choice. Yeah. Uh, three. And this one really throws me. I mean, we've had some weird, some I- extreme laws here, but this one really throws me. Oh, God. When we capture towns and we rave and pillage, we have to let all of the ugly women captives go. But if they're beautiful... We're going to keep them and use them for ransom. <laughs> Say that again. If you're ugly, Bye-bye. we free them. If you're beautiful, we keep you and then we make your family pay money to get you back. I mean. Sounds right. Feminism in the 1755s. <laughs> yes. In China. I mean, she was. She, this was big. This was huge, right? This yeah. was different. So yeah. She was making small waves. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she knew what she was doing. Uh, little bits at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not trying to start a fucking revolution. No. She's not trying to get clearly. A, what's it called when you when you go against a captain? Y'all, <laughs> y'all. What's that word? Mutiny. Would have never guessed. She's that. not trying to get mutinized. Are you sure? No. No. Babe, like, like treason. Jared. Jared. He's not answering. Okay, so we're going to go with mutiny. Um, so these rules weren't always followed by Shang herself. For instance, there are some reports that she would actually like purposefully go and abduct really beautiful women and children so that they were more valuable. And then apparently they had a lot of like children pirates that were stolen babies. Yikes. Because like if you have a bunch of men and you're not growing your, your yeah. economy, like if you don't have any children, right? Mm-hmm. Like... They just stole children. This is a lot. They were raping enough people. There should be plentiful children. Right. So they. So we don't really know like how how feminist she was, right? But the yeah. point was that she was she was trying. She was this trying. is all so much. I know. So uh, Shang had a crazy way of like hiding boats and being a badass like uh, army woman because she would hide the boats out of sight uh, around an island and then would wait till the prey got really close and then pop out and attack them and send little tinier boats with men that had spears to go jump on the other boats and kill everyone Mm. which to me like this whole thing just seems super laborious and slow right because like pirate ships don't go fast Mm -mm. that's what i'm saying like how can you sneak in a pirate ship like unless yeah they don't like turn left and right like a car no no like this just seems super slow motion yeah. But it doesn't matter because they were really spread out. Like, they had the colors, the black, the green, et cetera, et cetera. So they just took over, like, a lot of land. So they were kind of, like, everywhere, right? Now, here's where shit goes down. It hasn't already I, I thought no. it was... I thought... That was just your appetizer of badness. <clears throat> In 1808, the Chinese government tried to destroy her fleet in a series of fierce battles. Mm. However, Xing managed to pillage and take over the government ships. 
and the government had to revert and only used fishing boats for battle. She straight up took their ships. <laughs> what? And she was like, I'll let you keep these little tiny tuck 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 boats. Tuck boats. They're for, out there for in your a fishing. Canoe. That's nuts. <laughs> but she was like, good good try, honey. That was cute. Wow. I want her power. She was badass. Yeah. yeah. So the government was like fuck, we really have to take care of this because she also killed an, a, re- a really important commander figure during that battle. Oh. And they were like, that's a big no-no. And the Chinese government was like, okay, we have to step this shit up because at that time, the black flag fleet was able to kill 10,000 people in one little excursion. And they were like, they're going to straight up wipe us out if we don't hurry up. That's so scary. So many people. 10,000? When I think of a pirate ship, I think of like 20 men yeah. with gold teeth kind of like bopping around with their swords and, and rum. Yeah. But this was like a full on invasion. Uh, yeah. I guess like when I think about it, I don't know. Oh, sorry. You don't really like... Because you see them coming, right? It's in in slow. your in your boat. Right. So do you just like Wait. You, you just sit there and you're like, all right, well battles battles are coming. Well, I'm glad you asked, Jasmine, because there was this very valuable trade route between Catan and Macau, which if you can imagine like it's a north south river and mm-hmm. in between is a bunch of tiny islands. So it's like a whole bunch of little spots that they can go in and out and it's really valuable for trade. And that was like the one area that China didn't want to lose control of with the pirates. Because okay. that's how you get like in and out, export, import. That's where all the valuable stuff is. Well, of course, for a whole year, the Red Fleet and the Black Fleet were just like running up and down, doing mm-hmm. crazy shit, stealing. And they were like, we have to protect this land. So they decided to hire this guy named Bai Ling. Bai representation, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> to quell this insane pirate shit going over and like stop them from taking over the trade route. Which he could not do for a whole year because Xing and Xing Po, her husband slash son, were running the route. And Biling decided he was going to start training the villagers of those towns to fight back. So essentially oh. his like method okay. was like, all right, we can't stop them from coming in, but we can stop them from getting on land. So he started training basically like fishermen to be soldiers. Okay. And that's how he kind of like kept them at bay. So now we have an enemy, which is Bai. The Bai's are smart. Bai Ling is smart. <laughs> so he claimed, he also clamped down on their resources. So he stopped like exporting and importing things into those tiny little islands. Mm-hmm. So like they would show up and be like, we're here to rape and pillage. And they're like, we don't have anything. Here's like dust. Right. So at this point, it got so bad that Shang and her pirates were surviving off of caterpillars and rice. Caterpillars are like a protein, protein, aren't they? Yeah. And I mean, I guess they live in wood, right? Or is that a butterfly? Or is that a termite? What am I thinking of? It is a termite, termite but wood. I'm sure caterpillars are there too. How would you have enough of them to say you're living off of them? I mean, they were probably like kind of fucked at this point. Yeah. They're probably like real, real hungry. And rice is like, I love rice. It can be malleable. You can form it into anything. Yeah. But too much of anything is kind of like. Yeah. Dumb. Getting bored. Especially rice and caterpillars. Hopefully not fuzzy caterpillars. Ooh! The poisonous ones? Oh, God. Those things are crazy. I mean, I'd probably I've eat that if I was eating. I've never seen one. We don't pay... What? I've never seen one. You've never seen a fuzzy caterpillar? Not in real life. Oh, oh really? In Florida, yeah. they're, they're, they're plenty. Yeah. It's the south and the, it's like tropical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so at this point, it's really bad. 
and Shing is like, I got to go take the red fleet to get fixed because our shit is broken down. Our boats are leaking. My husband's son, Shing, Poe, you stay here and guard all this valuable land and I'm going to go get our shit fixed. Right. Okay. And like, this is where like, I was going to say some shit one time. Defeat feels near. Right. Like mm-hmm. they're like taking their broken boats over yeah. to, they're separating. Yes. They're like separating. nothing comes good when you separate. Mm-hmm. She's like, I have no choice. So in 1809, all of this comes to a culmination at this island where Shing and her red flag fleet say that five times fast. Red flag. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get one. Uh, the red flag fleet are nestled safely in this harbor, right? So they are in the harbor and they have no out. There's mm-hmm. only one out. When Bai Ling shows up out of nowhere with sixty British ships to help. Sixty. British. British. So at this time, requesting foreign aid was like completely unheard of. But it was so bad that Byling was like, I'm going to go talk to these English folk. How? How did, how did they? Carrier pigeon. I don't know how get they talk Get all the way. Then. That's far. Yeah. So far. It was bad, though. It was that bad that they were like, oh, we need these big, shiny ships that are, like, lacquered and have, like, tea and shit. And they have frills mm-hmm. on their pirate outfits. And, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're, you know, they're, like, fancy pirates. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they were like, oh, fuck. They're looking out at sea. And Shing is just like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So she sends out an order in in paper, I guess. It's like, I need my whole fleet. I need gang gang. I need red. I need blue. I need black. I need green. And they start slowly showing up for three days. So like they're all just sitting there, like sitting ducks looking at each other across the water. Like who's going to make the first move? Mm. And then all of a sudden these other ships kind of like show up. Okay. Except for our black flag fleet. Where did they go? They were still up in uh, up north. Okay. And they were like, we're not going to go down there and help you. Which oh. was really bad for them They're because well, no the shit, black flag yeah. is like their MVPs. Yeah. And so Biling was like, oh, fuck, they don't have their black fleet. Shing was like, oh, fuck, we don't have our black fleet. But we, we got to do, do this. Yeah. So Biling and the British have all these fleets exactly where they need them. And they start bombing for two hours straight. So then Shing sends a tiny little boat with men to throw torches on their boat, which made them stop for a little bit. So like everyone could gather their thoughts and chill. Mm -hmm. So like Shing and the red fleet take a motherfucking beating. And then they were like, okay, hold on. Stop time out. We need to like, (laughs) we need a breather. Mm -hmm. So at this time it was said that Shing lit essence and prayed instead of trying to attack back. So that was her method of like, desperation calling on to the essence gods like, okay to see if that works light a candle right rub some lavender oil yeah pray all right yeah she's she's pretty desperate at this point well of course <laughs> who's gonna make the next move it was biling and the british who sent this is where it gets interesting they sent 43 boats slowly sailing shing's way that were lit on fire with explosives so no men they just kind of like lit 43 boats on fire and like pushed, pushed them, them. Mm. towards them which was like oh shit that's a move seen, right yeah. yeah that's some intelligence yeah it's never been done before and it really threw them so they were like shit we're on this tiny little harbor we island we have no way to escape so they're just like watching 43 boats on fire come at them mm-hmm. like, what a mind fuck but Madam Shang and her captains of all the other colored fleets remained calmed. And apparently what they did was they just took these long ass sticks and slowly and methodically would push them away. Oh my God. And like around. And then they would put the fires out in the back. And there was like 
a bunch of them. And apparently they did it like all through the night, just making sure they didn't catch their boats on fire. Oh. So I guess it wasn't that badass after all. <laughs> it sounded like a good idea. I'd be watching from across like, huh. <laughs> I guess they did do that. Oh, they kind of just, uh, damn it. Knocked it around. They just kind of poured a bucket of water. That wasn't supposed to happen. What? Would you look at that? Are they, are they putting out those fires? I thought you said this would work. I thought thought this was supposed to explode or something. Literally. And and they're just like, huh, all right, well, that was our smartest engineer. On to plan B. Off with his head, I guess. So, uh, This is where a literal change in the winds happen. On the ninth day of being attacked, a miracle happened. A southerly wind sprang up and made the last bits of those fiery ships that Biling had sent over back in the direction of Biling and the British ships. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Like, literally, the wind gods were just like... (laughs) And this totally created an out for Shing and her fleets. And this was after like nine days of siege. And they only lost 40 men and zero ships in this battle. Zero? Zero. Wow. wow. So they took their boats and literally just like skirt, skirt, skirted by. Yeah. And were like, bye. Because you can't put out your fiery shit. <laughs> you, you dumb. You dumb as fuck. So those boats stayed lit for nine days? I, it was literally lit. Oh my God. <laughs> it backfired. Their plan totally fucking backfired. So this is great, right? Shing is like, yay, except this is bad because now she's like, fuck the black flag fleet. They oh, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. left us hanging They're donezo. in our deepest time of need. Now we have beef within the squad. So over the next few months, they were fighting against the black fleet, the government, and then just like these other new homie pirates that were just popping up and coming to rise. And Shing was just like, I'm fucking tired. Mm-hmm. I cannot keep fighting Everyone's popping up with cannons. I'm just kind of like over it. Mm-hmm. And so she sent a negotiation to the government and Bai Ling, who still thinks she's like a huge threat. And she's like, okay, listen, we're going to make a negotiation. We want a pardon. We also want amnesty. So you can never like charge us with anything that we've done. Mm-hmm. And we get to keep all of the treasures we've ever stolen. Also, my pirates get the option to join the army and mm. y'all will pay them really well because they are so badass and clearly you need help in that department. Mm-hmm. So not only are you like not going to do anything to us, but you're also going to hire my men. Right. And the government was like, LOL, no bitch. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought they were going to bow down. They Me too. Like, you expect nothing to happen to nobody. And we're just going to like forget about this and shake your hand. And she and she's was like, like, yeah, like everything else that happens in the world. <laughs> yeah. She was like, yeah. And so they were like, no, fuck that shit. And so Madam Shang was like, all right. Watch this. We're going to go out with a motherfucking bang. So her broken ass fleets, her tired ass ships went all the way back up that exclusive trade route one Mm -hmm. last time just on like a fucking suicide mission. Just like blowing shit up, stealing, wreaking havoc. She's like, this is it. I'm going to show you what happens when you don't negotiate with me. So she gets all the way up to Catan where Biling was stationed. And mm-hmm. she was like, you're going to have a face-to-face with me, bitch. I came all the way over here in my boat and we're going to talk. Mm-hmm. How scared do you think Biling was at this point? Probably, probably pretty scared. Like, she must have been so intimidating. Yeah. yeah. Like Miranda Priestley. Do you think she was small? Probably. I wonder. Like teeny and, and, yeah. and stereotypical like Mulan. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. Right? I wonder. So she goes face to face with Biling and is like, hi, look at what I just did. You see all that smoke and flame in Mm -hmm. the fire that is over there? That was me. And it's going to be you. And it's going to be you. And I'm not going to stop because we're literally I have men that will like die for me and we're fucking over it and we don't give a fuck. We're just going to keep going and going and going. Mm -hmm. And he was like, please. No. At this point, apparently, <laughs> just stop. Biling was begging her to I'm sure. just stop. And at one point, even the government was just paying them to not do anything. So, yeah. like, just sit there and please don't do anything to us. And she was like, no, I, I want these orders done. And she said, the only thing... It, it, he was like, all right, fine. You know what? We'll negotiate. I'll give you everything you asked for, except... You and Xing Po, your son husband, are not allowed to own any ships ever again. Ooh. Oh, that sounds reasonable. Our girl said no. <laughs> yeah, that, that also like, sounds reasonable. You, you asked me to give up my whole pirate ass life. Yeah. It's a pirate's life for me, bitch. Yeah. I don't just, the game chose me thing. Yeah. And so he was like, okay, fine. You will be pardoned. You can keep all your fucking treasure. Your boys will be hired for army and you can keep oh your God. ship. Basically, after months of negotiating, there was actually no negotiations. They just accepted her terms full out. Right? That's usually how it, <laughs> That's right? usually what happens. Like, don't be, don't be fucking stubborn. You can see what she's capable yeah. of. So two weeks later, the Red Fleet surrendered at Macau with 17,318 pirates. Oh, my God. 226 ships and 1,351 cannons. They were just like, all right. Here you go. You that's can have a lot. And now you can build an army because clearly. Oh, that's great. You guys need help. That's more than I thought she would do. Yeah. She like gave them basically the resources they needed to be actually good at fighting. So she does have a heart. I was going to say. A little bit. She's always kind of like had that reasonableness mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. Like she was a terrorist. She's a woman. She was terrible. She, she had a, right? a woman's mind. Yeah. She was, Exactly. There's yeah. that little layer of mm-hmm. like, okay. I tried. Yeah. You know. Like, I, I want to leave this world with some legacy uh-huh. of positivity. Yeah. So, Ching, or Xing used her loot to open a gambling house. Because a girl, she just can't, she just can't stop, right? So, the problem started in the 1800s. Yeah, exactly. And eventually. <laughs> That's where they came up with boats. Ooh, the casino, the casino. cruises. <laughs> Something about water, maritime law or some shit. So apparently she even had another son and even had a daughter after she like gave up the pirate life and was just gambling and had a gambling house and was like, okay, I'm going to settle down now and have more wow. kids with my son husband. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then unfortunately, Xing Po died at sea in 1822 and our girl Xing moved the family to Macau and also opened a brothel Mm. and she got involved in the salt trade, which made her a fuck ton of money. Really? In her later years, like towards the end of her life, she even served as an advisor in the battle against the British army during the opium war, which broke out in 1839, which is crazy because even after, after she gave them all these resources and was like, build up your army, bitch. The sea is a dangerous place. China still didn't do it. And then yeah. when the opium war started, they were like, can you please help us? We need you. And yeah. she was like, you're going to make me come out of retirement. <laughs> I'm over here playing fucking Baccarat and you're, right. you need me. They needed like a mind. 
And it was with the British, too, mm-hmm. who fought against her at mm-hmm. one point. They so were like, was we like, like your game. <laughs> exactly. Oh, remember when you guys tried to send over those little fiery balls? Yeah. You idiots. She was like, watch what I can do. So she even was like an advisor for them. Wow. And then the opium war broke out and like it was, all hell was loose and, yeah. and the seas just became like crazy, crazy, crazy. But she died in 1844 in a bed surrounded by her family and riches in Macau, not charged with a single crime at the age of 69. Wow. And that, my friends, wow. is the story of Shing. The terror of the Chinese. Why don't we seed. learn this stuff in no school? Shit. Thank you, Molly. I, you are exactly the demographic that we are trying to reach with these stories. I think I got a D what in history. Like doing? if I was talking about this, I would have flying colors. Also, Tell me this isn't so much more interesting than the shit they teach us. Also, like it was nice. Okay, this story was terrible. Yes, <laughs> but it's nice that she just like died of old age well the fact that usually she we're like a prolonged you know something something brought to the town square exactly made a point of yeah 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 this was like she like legit got her way and you know after all of this all i can think of is she must have had incredible skin because imagine living at at, at that salty air oh yeah for all those years she must have just been glowing with exfoliation she really like, had to right yeah. The other thing I was thinking about is like, imagine being pregnant at, at sea. sea. You get enough nauseous. Right. Nausea. Imagine being pregnant with your son's, son's kid kids. at sea. I don't think a lot phased her though. <laughs> no, clearly. Like she was in it for power the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Like who knows if she was ever even like in love with any of them. Yeah. Because she was so easy to just part with him when she needed to go do shit. She, she was just, so easy. Yeah. Right? She just set out and did the damn thing. Right. Like, she did exactly what she meant to accomplish. And then even in her later years, opening up a gambling house and a brothel, she came full circle and was like, here is me opening my own brothel. I wonder if it was floating. Oh, I wonder. Right? Is that why they call it the motion of the ocean? I doubt it, but mm. we'll go with it. I cannot stop looking at your cat's I leg know. right now. It oh, is super it's, straight. It is pointed <laughs> like in a performance. A 10. Like, honestly. A ten. Did you guys see the movie Cats? No. no. Oh, my God. I've heard nothing but you did? crazy. Yeah. I've heard Why? nothing but negative things about it. it. it w- well, it was more like I knew it was going to be bad. I read the reviews. I heard it was fucking crazy, like a fever dream. And Zach Kornfeld, one of the Try Guys, set up a day where he invited like all ex-fun BuzzFeeders. And everyone went and saw the movie. You were out of town. You were in a mountain or some shit. I was. You are traveling. Thanks, It was Zach. crazy. We had like three <laughs> rows of people filled. And I think some of them were well, incredibly what? high. Oh. And... <laughs> The like before the opening credits, they were like howling, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm uh, so embarrassed!" Like uh, it was more of a that sounds fun though. It was really fun because the whole audience was there, obviously, yeah. to be like, what "Was the it good?" Fuck? No one was there to enjoy it. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> I feel so bad for Jennifer Hudson. I love Jennifer Hudson. Like she didn't do anything to deserve that. What? She just sang her beautiful fucking pipes. Yeah. I mean. Get your money. Get your money and fire your agent, honey. Because what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so how do you feel about pirates now, Jazz? Um, I'm still like weirded out by them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they just weren't good people. <laughs> <laughs> 
But this is also how like shit went back there. I know. I feel like they were anti-government, right? Like they were revolutionary. I get it, but I'm just like, no, you didn't have to like, you know, hurt people. Right. Yeah. You could hurt like certain people. And I wonder if growing up in like a war zone changed your outlook on how people had value. Yeah. You know, like maybe people weren't. It was literally, it was her mode of survival. If she wasn't a badass bitch, she was going to die. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like if you, you had to do what you had to do to survive. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I always think it's like, this is going to sound bad, but like (sighs) women in politics are the most fascinating thing to me. Very interesting. Because it's such a performance Mm -hmm. and it's so male skewed that like for her to be, such a leader amongst 70,000 pirate men. Like what kind of big dick energy did you have to be? And even then, yeah, even then during that time, we're still seeing like the shit that she had to do and that like, okay, yeah, her son had to be in charge, but nobody listened to him anyway, because it's so interesting to see how that just like trickles down to what we don't have shit going on compared to what bitches went through back then. Like times are crazy, but things were just fucking ravenous back then. Yeah. Yeah. So what did we learn? Did we learn anything from this? Um, You know, it was like a fun story. Not so much of like me learning, but you know, I did appreciate learning something that happened somewhere else yes you know just to see like what else happened other places i don't think i when i thought of like asia in this time frame i did not think of like this kind of shit no no No. never but of course there would be stories like that like i don't know i just think of asia as they have like their shit together so much more than america like it's so clean and so like oh uh like um uh strict Mm -hmm. and obedient Mm -hmm. that like to hear that there was just like fucking chaos happening. Yeah. So yeah, it makes me think differently about like, hmm, I really don't know enough about the history of Asia as they taught me. Right. No. Oh, yeah. I, I spent too much time learning about America. Yeah. Europe. Yeah. You don't know shit about Africa. We don't know Mm-mm. shit about South America. Only certain shit. I would love that to makes them not seem South as America. strong as they are. That's going to be my call. Is to, If anyone knows any, any post-art history for South America, that would be cool. Yeah, please. Um, Molly, how did you do? How did you feel? This is your first time doing a podcast? Yeah, yeah Molly so. is Jazz's childhood friend, yeah. as we learned. So this is... It was interesting. I learned a lot. You gave great commentary. Was you not did. expecting that story at all. I yeah. was right? just expecting like a... I don't know. I, was, I don't know. Shit gets crazy over here at Confidently Insecure. Woo! Jasmine, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jasmine J. And Molly, do you want to be found? All day, every day. <laughs> find me. You're single? Yes. You got huge titties. I do. She runs in the family. Runs in the family. This is like, you know, really a treat for me right now. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this video. Um, you guys, follow Molly at... Um, I don't know. I think my Twitter handle is like mole3309. I, <laughs> I, I think, love it. I think that might be my Instagram handle also. Wait, are you not like avid social media user, millennial woman? I you post a lot. I do. So you don't know your own Instagram handle? No, I think that's accurate. I'm just trying to be a slime. Oh! Ah, Actually, now they're probably going to follow somebody with that handle and it's really not mine. <laughs> find it if you find it. What a treat. Screenshot it to us. I'll send you something. Uh... 
Guys, you don't forget to rate this podcast on iTunes. It really helps. We finally passed a thousand reviews. It was so helpful. Oh, congrats. I think we're at five stars. I don't know. I love um, it. Don't forget to message us at ConfidentlyPod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can always email us. I read the emails. My beautiful, beautiful, beautiful co-producer, Brooke, helps me sift through emails and sends me things that I need to see at ConfidentlyInsecurePodcast at gmail.com. And that was Throughout History. We will see Yay. you next week. Yeah. Say